The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Can you take the ego away by making sense? Okay. So basically... If you look at the brain, right, the brain works very simple. You have neurons that have, what is it, dendrites and connect with other neurons. And depending on how much they're active, the neural pathways grow. And therefore, they can take more place in representative in your consciousness. So let's say you have a very strong belief. You you really believe in God. The reason why you really believe in God is because these pathways are very wide. So if you think about God, it's really very much present of what you are. And that is how your brain works. It's that simple. You are just the expression of your neural activity. That's it. So the parts that are more developed, that are stronger, will represent more of your consciousness when they're active. If, for example, you don't have a strong structure, a strong foundation, if you're then, for example, in your environment, mirror neurons will be much more part of who you are. And that's why certain people feel like they lose themselves. They go like, I have all these insights, and then when I'm in a group, I just lose myself. What to do, Athene? It's because the neural pathways are not so well developed. And then, of course, when the mirror neurons get activated, they become more part of what you are. And you might say like, whoa, that's really interesting. But basically, the way it also works is, if you have something like the ego that wants to make sense, right? The ego is what is really active and is really what is solid activated. You can set the foundation of making sense and you can build these neural pathways and they will be there. But what is going to keep the strength of these making sense is your ego. Once you take ego out of the equation, a lot of the strength of the neural pathways of making sense will be weakened. And also, when you want to make sense, it might trigger your ego again. Although you can build on that and start strengthening making sense and making ego part of it. And if you do that, then you can actually overcome ego because it doesn't make so much sense. Although, it's not an easy task. It's like, let's say you fall in love. It's a perfect example. You fall in love, you're with a girl, right? And the girl is vegan. And you say like, hey, I'm also going to go vegan. I also want to be a vegan. You start eating vegan. Your girl likes to fitness. You go like, yeah, I'm also going to fitness because I want to be with this girl, right? So you're vegan. You're being fitness. You're starting having good habits. Now the girl dumps you. What happens? Suddenly you don't have a strong connection to these habits anymore. You go like, I'm going to start eating fucking steak again. That's the problem because what is connected to it you know, is what defines the extent to which they are activated. But if you're aware of this procedure and you want to, for example, become vegan, then having, you know, a girl that is also vegan can help you a lot speeding up the process. And the moment then that, you know, even if the relationship stops or whatever, you can still keep this foundation, these neural pathways there and you can build on that. But of course, it all depends on the extent to which you can be self-aware. If you're not that self-aware and if you're not that insightful, you can very easily just go with the flow, go with the neural activity and go to the negative parts of your brain or go to the places that, you know, like, because that's what you are. You're just your neural activity, nothing more, nothing less. So, yeah, it's something for people to really, you know be aware of could you explain making sense as a core value lucille what a lot of people are not aware of is that their actions are mainly 
driven by their emotions and not by their rationality. And that's why you can want something rationally, yet you don't have the willpower or the emotions to do so. You might say like, I want to work out, but I don't find the energy. I want to do this, but I'm procrastinating. Why am I just sitting on my lazy ass? I don't want to play games all day. I want to do something more productive, but I, I don't find the energy to do so. It's not about not finding the energy. It's about your emotions controlling your behavior. Because if you're just like just sitting and go like, I don't find the energy. Someone comes with a shotgun, points it to your head, says, you're going to work out now, bitch. Then you're not going to be like, hmm... I'll just play some more games. No, you'll stand up and start working out. You might say like, yeah, but, but. No, not, no, but. It's just the energy is there. The ability to do so is there. But what it is is on a subconscious level, you value other things more. You value comfort more. You value fulfillment more. You, you value happiness more. But the problem is that these values on a subconscious emotional level are very impulsive, very emotional. They're not thought through. And when you use reason and rationality, you can put your actual comfort in a bigger time interval. Like your subconscious level is very much like just the now. You feel something, you react to it. Easy. So right now, it's more comfortable to just sit on your ass, right? Right now as well. But if you see it as a day or a week or a month, then it's better to work out. You'll experience more comfort. And that's the thing. If on a subconscious level, your core value is comfort or, you know, freedom or whatever, then as a result, what you get is you get that warped, you know, feedback loop to yourself where your actions are based on. And you start backwards rationalizing these emotions. You start backwards rationalizing these subconscious, you know, dynamics. And as a result, you start believing like, oh, this is how I want to be. This is what I want. Like, this is my taste. You get this entire worldview, this entire paradigm that is actually indirectly built on these, you know, core values, these core subconscious values that you have that are actually on itself also allows you interpretation of what's even more fundamental which is like emotions like fear safety warmth trust a home like you have on a very 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 primitive level some emotional you know things like validation like what it's self-love or whatever like you have these really really strong emotional core pillars that needs to be satisfied and your entire belief system is actually backwards rationalized you experience these things you start like let's say you're very you know you feel very self-worthless right let's say you're really worthless you feel worthless then you're more likely to going to listen music that brings that about that self-pity uh, like depending on on how you are on a fundamental level let's say you're more self-confident or more this or more that your tastes that get more rationalized all are built on that and then you have that fake illusion id that this is who you are you go like yo this is who i am it's like like some guy came over here last time and he was talking about like yeah i need all my choices i don't want to choose even making sense i don't want to choose and i'm saying like the issue is not that you don't want to choose make sense because even no choice is a choice the problem is that on a fundamental level, you experience too much self-doubt and you don't even have the confidence to make a choice. And you backwards rationalize all this bullshit, literally all this bullshit to justify that. And a lot of people underestimate how their subconscious emotional feeling about themselves, their state on a subconscious level is actually what drives their thoughts and beliefs and ideas. People think they are in control and this is why they are who they are and that's why they like this music and that's why they believe in that. While all these things just naturally emerge from that subconscious state of safety and whatever. And if you start realizing that, you can gain control. 
you can gain control and you can start understanding that, you know, from a big part, you got to go about it in a more emotional level. It's not about reasoning and, and rational arguments. It's more about emotions than anything else. And that's why, like, I can talk all about this shit, all about this shit, all day and all these insights. And you go like, oh, yeah, yeah. But if you have a girl you're in love with, she can turn you upside down within a month. She can just change you just like that. You suddenly become vegan. You suddenly become start trying to do this, depending on what kind of influence this girl has on you. And it just goes to show how reason is not what defines your actions. It's emotions. Most of it is emotions. So you might say like, okay, that's all interesting. So what is about this, this making sense core value shit? How does that say? If you on a subconscious level can connect making sense as your core value that you're emotionally attached to, from an emotional level, then that will start dictating your intuitive drive, you know, to make sense on a rational level. And that's where the duality starts fading away and you start becoming, experiencing one unity, no duality, a lot less inner conflict, a lot less bullshit, just straight up. And you might wonder like, but how do you do that? The way you do that is just by thinking about these things. I talk about a lot about these things. It's just, you know, realizing that. And for some people, it depends from person to person there was a guy on subreddit that said like yeah i imagine myself my subconsciousness i see it like heroes oh you got that villain and then you got this and he was having an entire explanation of how it worked for him on an emotional level and that's how he could see like yeah making sense is really a good thing for me and that allows me to in a sense trust it and that's what you do like if you were a kid and you really liked superheroes then yeah you can maybe just find a hack to make making sense something you can really trust on an emotional level that you can really you know fall back on and that's the thing, if, if you have faith, just like someone has faith in God, you have faith in making sense, like really you absolutely, truly love it and you believe in it and you trust it, then as a result, you will automatically start wanting to make sense. And that's the beauty of it. And that is why, you know, when I explain these things, it's very fundamental to people's growth because that's the core of it. Of course, it takes time to grow into it. And for one person, it's easier to adopt to than the other. But the bottom line is very similar. And if you understand that your emotions are the ones that are actually slowing down your progress, like are dictating your, your direction and can potentially slow down your progress, you can go about it by understanding your emotions. But in order to understand your emotions, you've got to be able to look at it from a distance. Because a lot of people might just listen to me and be completely confused. Go like, what is this guy talking about? Because you're trapped in your emotions. That's why I always say you've got to read the power of now. Because if you read the power of now, what you realize is, you know, like, I know it's a bit spiritual, but there's quite some interesting ideas. And the reason why I tell people to read the power of now is not because the ideas in there are so new, because I talk about it all the time, but it's because it makes people click and understand what it means. Being in the present, understanding, you know, you don't have to carry around your identity and all these ideas and memories and, and being able to detach yourself from emotions and just looking at yourself from an outsider and just look at everything going on is crucial to understand even what I'm talking about. Because if I talk about emotions, subconscious emotions and all that shit and looking at your inner child and stuff, so many people might just be trapped in certain thoughts and, and conditioning and as a result, everything I say is so vague, it's so, it's so strange. But if you understand, you can look at yourself, you can analyze it as an outsider, you can understand these things, you're in such a better spot to actually, you know, grow as a person. By the way, it's not a sudden change to make sense as a core value, by the way. Like, I've always thought... I've always had making sense as my core value, but it's only very recently that I managed to figure out that that is the main difference between me and most people. Because it really, like, I've always gone through life with not understanding why people didn't make sense. And I, I had a really hard time wrapping my head around it. 
And it's because people didn't care about making sense. Of course, if it's not a core value, it's not going to direct what to do. And by understanding that the subconsciousness is what drives you, I just got lucky that my subconscious core value was aligned with my conscious one, which was making sense. And that's because when I was very young, I found answers to many questions I had, so I didn't have to start adopting certain flawed core beliefs to make it all fit together. Like whether it's religion or whether it is, you know, family or a relationship or money or whatever. I didn't have to do it because I got lucky. But as I grew up, I forgot, well, I just didn't know that there is such a strong duality between subconsciousness and consciousness. And even though I saw it all around me, I was just wondering why do people behave the way they do. But by understanding these dynamics, like only recently I started like, hey, but that is what, what is causing the duality in people. And if the moment they understand that and realize that they can just grow so fast and it has helped people so much. But of course, what is important first, even more important than this, is to be able to look at yourself as an outsider and to be able to, you know, be in the moment, be in the present. That's why I always advise people to read The Power of Now. But even The Power of Now, to me, when I read that, I go like, I don't understand it. I don't understand why people find this mind-blowing. Isn't this just the most normal, obvious shit in the world? I don't understand. Like, to me, I've lived in the presence my entire life. Because making sense was there since I was very young. So I didn't experience this duality. So when I read The Power of Now, I go like, but these things that he's saying here are so, like, it's almost like, like you grew up and you're teaching someone how to speak. You just go like, but, like, speaking is, isn't that just normal? Like, you don't understand how, how people don't understand math. Like, it's really hard to, like, that's how I felt. Like, when I read that, I go like, isn't this really obvious? But it's not, because people don't have making sense as their core value as they grow up. So they experience a lot of duality. And as a result, they are getting more and more further away from what they are and have a harder time rationalizing and are much more involved and absorbed in their dysfunctional social conditioning and beliefs. And that's why I talk, say, like, read the power of now so you have the ability to live in the present and then look at these things because making sense can really help you a lot. But at the same time, I understand a lot of people go through life with a very strong baggage that really slows them down and slows their growth and progress down. But at the same time, these insights can really help you quite a bit. But on top of that, what you also have is you have a situation where self-esteem and value is also very important parts of the puzzles. So it's, you know, you really need to build it up from the ground up. And if, you know, if you have a very low self-esteem and you need a lot of validation or you have and you, you build an ego around it to cope with it. And then, you know, like you have all these identity and strong attachments to identity. If you start looking at all these things, what you get is just you get a more and more confused and really like uh, a more and more confused and broken personality and as a result as you grow and grow and grow you just go further and further away from what you are and experience more and more inner conflict and to cope with it you start you know like attaching yourself to all these random things and your entire structure is complete chaos and it's very hard to start seeing you know what is it the, the, the you can't see the trees from the jungle or whatever you call it like i don't know what the expression is but you basically just have a very hard time being able to just find this clarity and this, this, you know, this unity in yourself because you have all these conflicting ideas that are not in line with reality because it's never been a priority for you to align them with reality and you just grab them because that's what we are, that's how we grow up, that's how we even manage to acquire knowledge and speaking and mathematics is because that's 
how we learn, but we don't learn to, you know, align beliefs with reality and understand how the brain works and understand where we come from. And because of that, what you have is a situation where we are so confused and so far away, yet we're in front of it. But if you understand how neuroplasticity works and how neural pathways works, it's not just a click, it requires work, requires time. Although for some people getting into that, that zone where they understand it, getting into that zone where they click into it can help them to refresh it all the time. Just like the power of now can help people to be in the present, if you can keep the momentum going by making sense and re-structure you know, your beliefs to make sense, then you can just grow so much easier and so much faster and feel so much more fulfilled with yourself. So it's quite a bulk of information, but uh, at the same time, there is quite strong path to growth. And of course, you got to go step by step and see where you are in this process to see what to do next. And that's why each person has their own approach. And that's why each person clicks with something different, I say, during the real talk or during the power of now. Each person has their own progress. And I'm just saying, like, this is the map for people to actually, you know, adopt it. They have to strengthen these neural pathways. And it's, it's, it's not, you know, it takes energy. So, yeah. Today, I wanted to talk about flow. And what I mean with flow is basically a mindset where your actions just automatically flow out of your mindset. Your actions just automatically flow of your mindset. Because when I talked about, I also talked quite a lot about uh, this stuff yesterday where I say like the way I look at the world is very much, uh, you know, like with a very global awareness. And I don't really perceive myself as, a, as an entity. I really just experience things the way they are. And um, the problem with that is like a lot of people, even here, it's not like, yeah, but what is your thoughts? Do you wake up and then say like, oh, what are you going to do for the world? And like, but that's not how it works. I don't have thoughts in my head. I just have a global awareness. And as a result, my actions flow automatically out of it. So it's not like I'm bouncing back and forth ideas about, oh, yeah, we're all connected and all that shit. I just wake up and I just think, okay, what's the best thing I can do right now? And I just do it. I'm very much in the present. And uh, of course, I also think about the future, about like, oh, if the money issue is an issue, I think like, oh, how can we solve it and such. But I'm not so much really busy with thoughts and ideas and concerns. I mainly just act very, you know, in the moment based on the current situation. And as a result, when I wake up, if you would tell me like, oh, what are you going to do tomorrow? I can give you a little overview, but most of the time it's defined by what happens. And um, if something happens with gaming for good, it's going to be about that. If something happens with a new guy, it's going to be about that. Like for me, it's really like a very uh, flexible workflow. And I don't really have strong thoughts and ideas, even though I think about stuff. It's not like I'm not thinking about things. I do think creatively how we can improve things and such. But at the same time, I don't really have these ideas of like, okay, I got to do these things for the world. It, it, I have to give. It's not about me. It's about the world. Like, I don't have all these things. I'm just, you know, in the present. And all these actions flow automatically out of my awareness. And I do think it's quite important because people can sometimes, when they hear the way I think, they might think that these thoughts are constantly present. But it's mainly like these thoughts. It's me explaining my awareness. It's not like I have so much big insights about, like, thoughts, insights. Like, yeah, we're all connected. Although when I see someone, I do see them as, you know, part of my reality and part of what I am. And I try to be very consistent and very structured about my approach to people. And that's why I have very little issues with 
seeing, you know, even someone that is close to me, I see them as equal as someone on the other side of the world. Although seeing people equal does not automatically translate that one life is worth one life. It doesn't work like that. Because if one person can result in saving a thousand lives, then that person is worth more than 500 lives, basically. Catgirl says, if all emotions are very primitive, how advanced can a core value really be? I wonder if even making sense is a rationalization of something simpler, but maybe it's hard to put in words. So basically the way it works, and this is very, very fascinating for people to understand, you have this entire idea and belief system, right? You have all these thoughts, you have your taste, you have your, your fixations, you have your personality traits, whatever. And you just think all like, hmm, it's quite rational, it's quite thought through. But the honesty is that it all grows from the foundation of what you really need on an instinctive level. If on a core level you really lack love, or if on a core level you lack safety, then automatically what's going to happen is these emotions, it will trickle down from your very primitive part to your brain to the more advanced parts of the brain and you will start rationalizing. You will start, you know, going like, okay, safety is very important. How do I fulfill that need? And then you go like, oh, money gives me safety. And then money becomes your fixation and you have that urge to earn money. While the real core reason is because you want safety. And these things can be a little bit more complex because it could be an overlap of safety and love. And maybe if it's safety and love, you have another conceptualization that you really value a lot. And as a result, your actions become that. They just become a result of these core subconscious emotions that get conceptualized to then give you action based on these values. And you might not even know them. And that's why when I ask them, some people don't even think, what is actually my core value? It's because at that moment, what you're doing is you're rationalizing this primitive cocktail of needs on a really primitive level. And some people have already done that, have already thought about it, and they can immediately say like, yeah, it's friendship or it's family or it's, you know, it's, it's love or whatever. It's, it's romantic relationship, but that's because you need it. The moment that you've had a relationship or the moment you say like, let's say you say sex. When you say sex is your core value, I immediately know you're a virgin, instantly. It's just instant giveaway you're a virgin when you say like sex is my core value. It's like, yeah, you don't have it and that's why you're rationalizing around it. It comes from an emotional core and then starts rationalizing like, yeah, I value really sex. And then you're going to read up on sex and you're going to go like, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're going to go like into the no fat movement or whatever. You're going to get identity out of it. But everything is trickled down to that primitive cocktail of what you really need. And when you start realizing that that's what brings about and brings about structure and brings about a personality and brings about who you are, on a more advanced, structured way, you start thinking like, but wait, I'm just lying to myself by thinking all these things are intellectual concepts. No, they're just interpretations, rationalizations of what you on a very core level need. And the moment you start realizing that, you understand that it's not even about all this rationality and intelligence or whatever, because you use that to justify who you are. And that's why someone, I already said this story five times and I'm repeating myself. There was a guy that was here that said he didn't want to choose. And I immediately knew, like he had an entire belief system, an entire thought. And I immediately said like, you have very low self-esteem and you really doubt yourself to the extent that you don't think you are even confident enough to make a choice. And he was confused as fuck because he was wondering how the fuck do I know that? But it's because it's not about the thought, the thought and who you are on an intellectual level is a consequence of what is underneath. 
And being able to understand that and really be honest about it allows you to see these things for what they are and being more consistent about it. So what is it with me? My rationalization, my concept that I connect to this really core cocktail of what I need is making sense on a subconscious level. Making sense literally gives me safety. Like really, like making sense really makes me feel safe. Making sense gives me also a sense of love, like self-love. Making sense really is almost like Jesus or God for people. It's literally like that for me. I get a lot of confidence and security and structure out of making sense. And since making sense itself is how you structure your reality based on your knowledge, that's why I become a biological machine. The moment I did that, since I was very young, by the way, now I realize why I've always been so much ahead of everybody else. Because I've been literally doing it for 25 years, if not more. Making sense has always been my core value since I was a kid. That's why, you know, I grew like that. And it's really in all my behavior, all my actions. And that's why when someone comes with rhetoric, and that's also why I've become so good at rhetoric, is because if I couldn't understand it, and if it didn't make sense, I experienced so much dissonance. It was a nightmare. When something came that I didn't understand, it kept me awake for days. I was just constantly thinking, like, why? Like, it, like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It has to make sense. And that's why I've built up all these thoughts and all these structures, like this entire structure. And that's why when I talk to people, I can just boom, 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 boom. No matter what topic, I can just come and say like, oh, this, 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 this. Okay, this there, this there, this there. Because if I don't experience this structure, this logical structure, I just experience a lack of confidence. It really destabilizes me. But because I've never given up and always been thinking about these things, I've always been able to, to build this very strong foundation and keep building on top of it. And that's why, I'm so, that's why I'm so confident. That's why I'm so charismatic. That's why I'm so pure. That's why I'm so selfless. That's why I'm so... Like all these traits that are really good, that's why I have all of it. It's because of making sense. Nothing else. It's because of making sense. I say it over and over again. You only need one. You need one, one core value to rule all of it. You don't need anything else. Because making sense also allows you with knowledge to have moral compass and everything based on your understanding of evolutionary biology and what you are on neurological level. It's so insightful. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.